Welcome back to Embodied Experience Podcast with Sylvie and Lauren. We are so excited to be bringing episode 10 to you guys. And today's topic is your best yes. This wonderful topic was brought to us by a wonderful friend of mine and somebody that's been following along on our podcast journey. Her name's Kelly. And she was listening to one of our podcasts uh, a few back. I can't remember exactly which one. Maybe Kelly will be able to clue us in a little bit, but it brought up this idea of her best yes. And I'm really excited to get into this topic, but I'd really like to have Kelly, our first guest on our podcast, super exciting to be expanding. Uh, But I'd love to pass it over to you, Kelly, to kind of get where uh, this came up for you, kind of what... uh, what was it that maybe we said in a previous podcast that made you think about your best yes? And, and what does your best yes mean to you? So, you know, without any further ado, Kelly, I'm going to pass it over to you. If you don't mind just walking us through those two questions I just brought up, you know, what uh, brought you to this to this concept of best yes and what does that look like in your life? And, and then I know Sylvie and I will definitely jump in and, and give our two cents and feedback, but super excited to start this conversation. So over to you, Kelly. Thank you so much, Lauren and Sylvie, for having me on your show today. Wow, episode 10 already. I'm so proud of you guys. I'm a huge fan, and I'm honored and excited to be a part of today's topic, Finding Your Best Yes. And Lauren, you would ask me where I would got this idea in one of your episodes, episode 8, Finding the Stop and Pause in Our Busy Lives, was so interesting to me. And this is where I got the idea from. And I know finding your best yes is a topic that's something I personally struggle with and it's a part of my work in progress as I grow and evolve. And I've observed that we live in a world full of yes. And I know sometimes for me, I feel like I'm saying yes to everyone and everything, especially around the holidays, which can be stressful. And I think as a nurse, I would see so many patients who would come into our office with anxiety, fatigue, depression, stomach aches, chronic headaches. And as I assessed these patients and dug a little deeper listening to them, it was so eye-opening to hear many of them had similar stories. They were overscheduled, overwhelmed with obligations and commitments that they felt like that they had to do. And they were simply burdening themselves out. Now, Sylvia, I know you see patients and you have patients care as well. And just wondering on your end, if you see any of this in your line of work. Thank you, Kelly, for joining us and for providing input and perspective and insight. And I'm really excited to further explore this idea of um, saying our best yes. And I love how it was provoked in listening to... um, our episode on learning how to take a pause. Because I think when we pause, we are able to connect to what it is that we're feeling um, and are then able to move forward in alignment with what it is that we want to actually do. And that's how we can come up with our best yes. And living in a world where there's so much outside input and ideas and expectations that we may not even be fully aware of half the time because we're moving at such a fast speed. Um, It can be really challenging to even figure out what is our best yes. And so to, you know, I'm really excited to hear that you're a nurse and um, to go to that question. I see this in patients all the time. I see it in myself. Um, you know, 
I think as individuals, we grow up and we see it within our own circles first. We see it in our families. We see it in our friends. How do we deal with the stress of expectations and wanting to do things and finding ways to prioritize what it is we want to do and how do we get it done? And we kind of learn those behavior patterns from our, our family and our friends first, I think. And that can influence how we say yes. And so then, you know, once I started to go into the healthcare world and when treating patients over time, I started to see the same thing. Like everybody deals with this. Not that that's a surprise, but for me, it kind of was in some weird way because I think I felt like, oh my God, everybody else just knows how to deal with this. There's been an order of the way things operate for so long. So obviously people know. And then I start to see it in patients as well. Um, and even in my own coworkers, you know, in my, in my managers, in my teammates, um, how do people draw boundaries or make decisions and do it in a way that's sustainable and true and authentic to them and um, in a way where they're able to achieve their goals. So I see it in healthcare and, and the same idea, especially around the holidays, it leads to a lot of anxiety, depression, burnout. Um, it can also manifest in feelings of sadness, anger, irritation, frustration. What I have noticed though is a lot of times I'm seeing these things and people may not even be fully aware of where these feelings are coming from. Like they may be um, aware that they're overwhelmed and kind of starting there. Um, but through conversation, we can start to dissect and kind of get to the root of the problem. And a lot of the times it's um, feeling the obligation to say yes without really first pausing and figuring out if that's something that um, you really want to do. Um, so, yeah, I know for me personally, I've been really thinking about this topic a lot on the level of making sure I'm operating from a place where I feel really good and I feel I'm in alignment and you know, I have people in my life who I may have always said yes to no matter what. And for me to stop and maybe have to say no, I need to do something for myself. That becomes super uncomfortable and really confusing. Um, so coming up against that pattern currently in my life and I have to stop and kind of meditate or sit in silence or be by myself for a little while to start to figure out like how am I feeling where am I coming from um and that's been really helpful for myself so Kelly kind of um would love to hear a little further on where in your life do you feel you struggle with saying your best yes and what have you found any things that have helped you to kind of cope or um, try to understand where it is that you're at. I know for me and for, I, I can speak for myself, like yoga has been helpful, meditation, um, speaking to friends. Lauren has been an absolute rock in my life, um, family, and just being able to ventilate things out, as I like to say, to help me figure out what my best yes is. So um, 
Yeah, I would love to hear a little bit more about you. And I'm sure as a healthcare provider, you can feel this in your own life. Um, you know, one thing I say a lot to myself and to my coworkers is like, the beauty of being a healthcare provider is it is a constant reminder on a daily basis that if we don't take care of ourselves, we can't take care of other people. And so we're almost forced to figure out our best yes in a much more immediate fashion because it can it can really quickly bleed into your work. And I'm kind of curious if you've experienced anything like that. So I know I just asked you a bunch of questions. I'm just excited. So let's see, you know, kind of go where, where you would like to go with it. I can certainly relate to everything you are saying. You have shed light on so many important points and I admire how you state the importance of pressing pause. And I couldn't agree more. And I'll circle back to that importance in a few minutes. However, I wanted to touch base on the fact that I too share the same thoughts as you do as a healthcare provider. And it's a constant reminder that if we can't take care of ourselves, then we can't really take care of other people. It's kind of like when getting on that airplane and the flight attendant explains, you know, explains in case of an emergency, we need to place those oxygen masks on ourselves first before we put it on others. And I use that story a little as a little metaphor and apply it in my daily life. So Sylvie, to answer your first question, where in my life do I struggle when finding or choosing my best yes? And again, this topic has always been a challenge for me and I'll let you in on a little secret about myself. I am wired not to let anyone down, which can be a blessing and a curse. Now, I don't know if perhaps you, Lauren or Sylvie, or maybe any of your listeners can relate to that feeling so going back to your question, Sylvie, a little bit about myself. I have two boys, ages 10 and 15. And for me, I struggle with finding my best yes between commitments for them and adult commitments. And I would feel constant pressure to say yes to everything, especially for the commitments that included my kids. Because in my mind, they come first, right? So I would try to do everything that I could for them. And I felt so stressed. I personally struggle from anxiety, so these commitments would magnify my anxiety to a whole other level. And I also realized my kids were overcommitted as well and not enjoying things because they were not able to simply press pause. Which brings me to your next question you asked me, Sylvie, is uh, what kind of tools or coping skills do I use when deciding on my best yes? So before I found the tools, I had to try to understand the root of the problem. It's kind of how I work. And I asked myself, why are we putting ourselves through situations that we do not necessarily need or want? Because the pressure of saying yes in today's society can feel very overwhelming. And after thinking about this for some time, I realized we live in a society that if we say no, that leads to representation of coming across as rude or unkind, right? And we certainly don't want that. Now, Sylvie, I know you had shared that when you say no to people, it makes you feel super uncomfortable and confused, especially to those that you usually say yes to. Well, rest assured, because you're not alone, sister. I think many feel the same way, including myself. One of the worst mistakes we can make is trying to meet other people's expectations instead of our own. 
I mean, even our cell phones. I know for me, I can feel that pressure to quickly have to respond to emails or texts. And another added pressure is definitely social media. Fear of missing out or FOMO, as some may call it, adds to that pressure of saying yes. And all I can say to anyone out there listening is please don't choose to say yes because of FOMO. I promise you there will always be another event or party or whatever it is that you're missing. It breaks my heart in a million pieces seeing people say yes due to FOMO. Just do the things that you want to do, not because other people want you to do them. Because if we say yes out of obligation, that can lead to resentment. Of course, with that being said, we can certainly have events or commitments that we will need to attend. However, it's figuring out that balance where we aren't overcommitting ourselves and finding our pace and knowing limits with ourselves and being okay with them. That's really important. So once I understood the root of the problem of why we feel pressured to say yes, I then was able to find some tools that helped me decide on my best yes. And for starter, Sylvie, certainly having a strong support circle of friends or family you can rely on to simply call or vent to is so vital. Sometimes bouncing our thoughts off with people we trust and feel safe with is life-changing. Now I have to agree with you, Lauren is so great to many and she sets a wonderful example for many to follow. I just adore her and I always think, huh, I wish we could just bottle her up and hand them out to each person in the world. What a better place we would be in, right? (laughs) So one of my tools I use is whatever I'm saying yes to, I ask myself these questions. These questions are like my moral compass in a way. And these questions can be different for everyone. However, it helps put things into perspective for me. So I say to myself, is this yes simply something that I will enjoy? Or will it help me grow as a person? Uh, Will this yes make me feel better about myself? And sometimes we need to remember to give ourselves the chance to think about our decision. And this is really important. It's okay to say to somebody, can I get back to you on that? Or let me see what I have on my calendar and I'll let you know. I think we are wired to answer people on the spot, which usually leads to not our best yes. And I know for me personally, I feel the pressure of having to answer people on the spot. I don't know about you, Lauren or Sylvie, or for any of your listeners, if you ever feel that pressure in your world, because it gives me total anxiety. Sylvie, I know on your last episode, which was episode nine, recognizing doubt in our lives and what we have learned, you beautifully explained that sometimes things just need more time. And I couldn't agree more. There is this saying that I always tell myself and my kids, which is, Time is our wisest counselor. So pressing pause is important and it's okay. Another important tool I use is setting healthy boundaries. Sylvia, you also mentioned this is a technique that helps you. And you had asked, how do we create boundaries or make decisions where we can achieve our goals? And boundaries can be different for everyone. The trick is to find your own healthy boundary and really what works for you. There's no right or wrong way to create a healthy boundary and this is certainly a process so it's really important that we're patient with ourselves 
And I know Lauren and Sylvie, thanks to your successful podcast, you have provided us with many wonderful techniques to help find our boundaries using meditation, mindfulness, or prayer is a great way to practice paying attention to our thoughts and feelings, which can help decide our best yes. So those are just a few tools that I use and have really helped me. And Lauren, I'm gonna ask you, what are some of your thoughts with finding your best yes? And when do you feel the pressure of saying yes? And how do you find balance in your world? And have you had to create healthy boundaries for yourself? Kelly, Sylvie, thank you so much for all of your thoughts in this topic. It has been truly wonderful to just kind of hear the back and forth and to have you guys frame it in such a wonderful way that really brings together so many topics we've already discussed, but um, also to ask really thought-provoking questions, you know, about boundaries and about when are we pausing and are we pausing and I think these are really important questions that we need to constantly be asking ourselves in order to be able to say our best yes and I think the more that we ask these questions of ourselves they will probably come automatically and when they come automatically we're able to be more fluid in our days and um you know, let me let me take a pause for a second and just acknowledge um, how grateful I am for the two of you and, and really how thankful I am that you guys allowed me into your lives and you allow me to have the space to share and, and you bring things to me that you trust um, and value my thoughts uh, into your lives. And, and I think that's honestly another really great thing um, to bring up is that we should be surrounding ourselves with people that we trust and we value their thoughts. Um, and I'm very conscious to use the word thoughts, not so much opinion. Uh, I think opinion can be, you know, kind of mangled sometimes by our own, um, uh, well, by our lives, by the, by the things that have happened that, that maybe could have negativity to it. But I think thoughts have, you know, been a little bit more refined. There's something that we, we've kind of walked through that a little bit and, and we have um, a, pl- a pretty clear delineation of, of how, we f- how, we, how we view um, something. And so um, the opportunity to be able to speak into y'all's lives has been truly life-giving to me. And so I don't want that to go unnoticed. But um, as I'm thinking through Kelly's questions on how I say my best yes and setting boundaries, I, I kind of came to this uh, realization that there's you know, three things that really um, guide my my daily life um, and, and really guide me in decision-making. Uh, so the first one is really about um, looking to Christ as my example. Um, and, and I guess I was pausing kind of for a second to figure out the best way to say that, but there it is. I said it. Um, you know, I feel like my spiritual pillar, you know, those four pillars are uh, physical, mental, social, and spiritual. I mean, those other three are fabulous and they're super important, but I feel like they're weaker when my spiritual pillar isn't, isn't really strong. And my spiritual pillar is strongest when I am allowing God to move fluidly in my life and allowing him to be that example that I follow. And and I know there's many parables and stories in the Bible that talk about um, how Christ didn't 
schedule himself. He went where the people needed him. And, and if he needed to move on to the next place, he would. He was, he was very nomadic uh, and very mobile. And, and I use that as an example in my life that I want to be, you know, somewhat nomadic and mobile. And I want to go and be where people um, need me. Um, not in a way that depletes myself, but in a way that um, actually fills me up. You know, so, you know, so thinking about how to say my best yes, you know, I, I want to make sure that I'm able to be fluid. And so then number two really is, is understanding the difference between saying yes to people and saying yes to things. So when I'm able to clearly differentiate between those two, um, you know, a good example would be um, a friend out of the blue um, needs a chat uh, or um, maybe I want to watch a TV show. <laughs> That's just like a quick off the cuff uh, example that I can think of. But, you know, which one is going to be more fulfilling? Me watching the TV show? Sure, I could get some me time and, you know, I could, you know, kind of check out. Or could a really uh, thought-provoking, loving conversation fill both of us up? Um, so, you know, I think oftentimes I navigate deciding on or differentiating between people and things. And uh, the third thing is um, really not overscheduling myself. So although I don't keep a to-do list anymore um, and although I don't have a planner, uh, I still make sure that I schedule some things um, in my calendar and my phone. Um, but I'm very, very conscious and cautious with when I put things down. Um, you know, so really I try to limit myself to about three things a day that I've scheduled myself. So then there is fluidity and flexibility in my day. I think I'll allow myself to go up to five, but honestly to say five is, is I, I'm like, wow, that's a lot. So, so really I, I'm just conscious of spreading things out. So, you know, uh, in my line of work, um, with uh, network marketing and and you know I talk to people I build relationships that's that's honestly what what my job is, um, I schedule conversations all the time, and I know that as soon as I've scheduled more than about three uh, and again I'll, I'll push it some days uh, depending on 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 how I'm feeling but. Um, when I've gone over that number, I noticed that I've completely depleted myself. I've said yes too much. And so I recognize that I need to, again, spread it out. So I will try to not have more than about three to five conversations in a day and, um, or rather commitments, uh, not conversations always, but that seemingly is the commitment I'm usually making. Um, but I will, you know, make sure that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I am equally committing myself rather than overly committing one out of the or two out of the however many days so hopefully that makes sense hopefully that kind of brings it together um you know those are my my three takeaways i'm trying to use christ as an example differentiating between people and things and um not over scheduling myself uh and those honestly help me set great boundaries and um help me pick my best yes all the time uh, and I actually get to say yes a lot, and I feel really fulfilled by it. So anyways, well, that I mean, that was a fabulous dialogue, ladies. Um, I would love to pass it back to either of you. If there's any parting thoughts that you have before we wrap this one up, um, I'd, love, I'd love to hear any, any last thoughts. Lauren, great input. So well said. Thank you. As always, your thoughts are valued and appreciated by so many including myself. And I love and admire how you use your faith to help guide you through life. That's so inspiring and very important. 
And you had mentioned one of the tools you use is not over scheduling yourself by putting a limit on daily commitments. That's a great idea. I think I'm going to have to steal that idea for myself. So in closing, some final thoughts. I think it's important to remember that if we keep saying yes to the things we don't necessarily want to do, then we won't have the time or energy to use our best yes for the things we want to do or the things that we need to accomplish. Life is too short not to be living our best yes, right? Laura and Sylvie, thank you again for having me today. It's been so fun. So grateful for being a part of today's episode. Love your show and what you guys offer to the world. What you both are doing is just priceless. So keep those episodes coming. And to all of you listening, thank you so much for taking the time to listen in and look forward to any thoughts you may have. And I hope everyone has a safe and happy stress-free holiday. Oh, thank you, Kelly, for joining us. You are a sweetheart, and it's been an absolute pleasure to have you join Lauren and I. And thank you for bringing up this idea of discussing our best yes. I just love that, like our best yes. What is your best yes? And that can even be a question that we can silently ask ourselves on a daily basis. Um, to kind of guide us into that automatic decision-making process of, you know, coming back to both of the, all of the things that you girls said, I think is great. Like, you know, first asking yourself, like, is this going to bring me joy? Is this going to be um, something that's going to bring out the best version of myself? Is this something that's going to fill me up? Is this something that's in line with my spirit? Um... And is this something that I'm going to find valuable, um, not just as a present moment experience, but as a, like an investment into building and creating this life in which I wish to lead? And, you know, Lauren said it, you said it perfectly, like the more you do it, the more automatic it becomes. So perhaps framing in our mind what is our best yes and moving forward with that, I think, can guide us um, kind of seem seamlessly. So, you know, I'll be very, I'll be very honest. I feel like I'm coming into an age in which saying my best yes is getting easier, but yet it's still not fully automatic. So, continuing to set boundaries and giving myself permission to feel uncomfortable and knowing that on the other side of that discomfort will eventually be a comfort. And so what I mean by that is, you know, I mentioned that sometimes I just kind of get into a habitual mode of saying yes to certain people or maybe easily agreeing without giving myself that time or that pause because it, it might, you know, in certain situations or in certain people or environments, it might just be an automatic reflex um, or a reaction and this is where pausing becomes so important because when we take time to listen um we have the time to respond and the more time we spend in the beginning listening to ourselves the easier it does it becomes to hear what we need what, what we're feeling um you know what our bodies are communicating with us and kind of getting our mind in line with that so saying no is okay in order to allow you to find another opportunity to say your best yes.
So sometimes we have to not allow certain doors to open because we're walking down a path to the right door. And knowing that that's uncomfortable, knowing that saying no isn't always easy, be really kind to yourself in those moments because um, as you allow yourself to get to the next door where you can say yes, where you feel good and right, those other moments of discomfort start to melt away. So trusting in that process. Um, and uh, yeah, kind of want to leave it with that. It's, it's uh, continuing to say yes in the direction of following the path in which the life you're wishing to create. So awesome, awesome, awesome conversation. Um, you know, it's really an, an honor to be able to share our thoughts with one another, to have those who are out there listening to tune in and continue to ask questions and bring ideas. And um, it's these kind of conversations that really move me and make me so happy so thank you both so much um and thank you all who are listening and let's continue to say our best yes fantastic conversation ladies thank you so much for contributing your time and your heartfelt thoughts you know, just this experience that we get to have in communicating with each other in sharing these very uh, deep conversations about our lives, our journeys, where we're at, how we're making decisions. It's really just such a gift. So again, thank you, Kelly, for joining us. It was such an awesome gift to have you with us. Uh, but from Embodied Experience, this is Lauren and Sylvie. Until next time.